Hello and welcome to Maine Education Matters with Matt and Matt. My name is Matt. And I'm Matt too. Matt, we're in the midst of uh, stuff happening. It is unprecedented times. Uh, no one knows what's happening, what's going to happen. Uh, we, we know what happened. We do know what happened. Uh, and what happened was the uh, uh, a, a little virus has taken over. Just a little one. Just a little small one. Yeah. But it's every, it's on everybody's minds now. We're recording this from uh, obviously remote locations. Uh, yes, in our in our secret bunkers with yeah, spicy little pickle chips with cardboard cutouts of <laughs> the legislators because uh, hashtag immunizations. Yeah, we miss them, and now they're adjourned. Uh, they're they're gone. They're, they're just gone. I mean, we're we're going to talk about some things that that happened uh, since our last pod and since they uh, adjourned. Uh, a lot of this seen, stuff uh, is, is on the table. Have you ever seen the movie uh, Usual Suspects? Oh, yeah. And like that, they're gone. Just like that. It was pretty quick, too. I did not expect that to yeah. happen. Uh, but Me they're neither. Like, yeah, we're, we're done. Bye-bye. I mean, yeah, Janet Mills did a put that glove on and did a snap and everything's gone. <laughs> so Janet Mills is Thanos. Well, she well she could have been Iron Man too. They both wore the glove or Hulk. Hashtag wow. spoiler alert. <laughs> we should do the spoilers before we spoil it. Again, the, the three the, clearly the three most powerful creatures in the universe because they all held the glove and they all snapped. Well, two survived. Since they're on brand, let's just get to what we talk about and then we'll talk about some school stuff. All right. Uh, on on how this is all affecting. So yeah. Uh, let's start at the top. We've got, uh, let's see, six things to talk about relatively quickly. LD-178, which increased the state share of cost of health insurance for retired teachers, was passed to be enacted. Woohoo! Yay! Uh, the it, it passed through the House. The Senate passed it to be engrossed. So now it's somewhere in that uh, it's just sitting there. I don't know where it is. It's hard to find anything where they are. So the next one but it's, is... But it's, move, but it's moving along. It is moving along. LD860, which is establishing community college at no cost. Uh, an update that the Senate has accepted the majority ought to pass as amended report 22 to 8. Uh, we mentioned that before it went through the House. So now that is, again, probably sitting on the governor's, governor's desk under a whole bunch of uh, much more important things at this time. Right. Yeah, they changed that one around to be more of like grant focused, not necessarily just all no cost, but so they mm -hmm. changed some of the language around on that. But again, who knows where it is right now? So LD-136, which was the special ed circuit breaker reimbursement, uh, had a work session in the committee and ought to pass as amended. Uh, that was on March 11th, which seems like a lifetime ago. I don't know. We're, as we're recording this, it's March the 20th. So that was only nine days ago. But who remembers anything in the March oh. teens or tweens? <laughs> That's very true. All right. So let's see. LD2077, the PEPG update, which we talked about uh, before a we little did. bit with some uh, actual audio from the session in a, in a first okay. for, for main education with Matt and Matt. Yeah, this was the one where Representative Fecto said, quote, I could not survive my teacher's room at lunchtime if I put my fingers in anything that said the word Marzano in it and encouraging crony capitalism as one of the four options here with bogus professional development science, which left a lot of us going, huh? So that, as you mentioned last time, was a divided report. We didn't know who voted against it. 
Uh, it turned out to be Representative Fecto and Representative Rudnicki voted yeah. on not to pass. And the rest of it... Everyone uh, else was just like... Yeah, let's just move on. Yeah, because uh, it was it, all it was was putting into law and statute alignment with what happened last session. That's all it was doing. That's all it was doing. All it was doing. But, you know, that's a lot of confusion. So uh, we have two new laws that were signed into place, one on January 12th and one on March 10th, again, lifetime ago. Uh, the two were LD-866, which was about college completion by homeless youth. Uh, that went into law on uh, January 12th. And we talked about that a lot last, uh, last session. And LD-1858, which protects teachers from certification changes, uh, which is another one we talked about uh, a bit this year. Uh, that was pretty easy, that if things change, yeah. don't punish the teachers. Um, so Governor Mills signed that into law on March 10th, uh, right before, uh, you know, the snap. Right before the snap. So there we are. So you are a hundred percent caught up on everything that we know of with the legislature. Yeah. If there's other stuff that's been happening, we're not sure of it because, well, that would also require us to do a little bit of digging and work. And that's something that, well, Actually, these days, Matt, we've been a little busy. <laughs> so since all the schools have closed, for the most part, holy moly, uh, there's a lot of things that we have been trying to scramble to do, whether it's uh, learning or whether it's uh, serving food to the communities. There's just yeah, I mean, a it, lot of stuff. I, I saw someone post this thing about how, you know, in, in the Apollo 13 crisis, NASA came together and solved these problems in like a very short period of time. Mm -hmm. And I keep thinking, absolutely, and that was an amazing feat. They had, they had this, this group of scientists come together to solve a problem for three people that was unprecedented. We have educators being presented with a problem that they've never faced before, going from an analog school to a virtual school for people who have all different kinds of access and connectability issues. And they have to solve that in 24 hours. Mm -hmm. It has and, been amazing. And they've done it. And they've done it. Exactly. They've done it. And it's, it's incredible to see. I mean, I'm looking at teachers from across the state, my own district who are doing, who are doing one thing. I could say, I could never do this stuff. I could never go online. Why would I do that? It sounds too much to now. They're like, yeah, I'm doing it. And it's, it's, it's amazing the amount of connection they have and parents and communities and teachers and everyone's just rallying around to, to, to get through this mm -hmm. together. There's a, there's a lot of going, a lot of things going on right now. And I think one of the biggest things that I've seen is about what are we doing about school lunches and being able to feed the communities. Yeah. And I think there's been an amazing amount of work around the state uh, in the individual districts to try to make that happen. And how do, how do we do this? And what does this look like so we don't gather people together? Which is obviously right. the, the most crucial part uh, right now is not putting a whole bunch of people in the same place. So how do we deliver hundreds of lunches and breakfasts to the community without them all being in the same place at the same time? And logistically, it is, as you said before, that we're just coming up with solutions like we think this is going to work. Let's try this out. If it doesn't work, we're going to try something else out, but we're still going to try to make this happen. It's been amazing. Right. 
I mean, so, so much of our educational history and our, and our working history has, has been something happens, generally speaking, someone's gone through it before. So just finding out who's done it before, get some ideas and then yep. kind of customize it for your own particular area. Yep. This is something where none of us have gone through before. So we're all just sitting here being like, how might we figure this out from a teacher perspective, from an administrative perspective? It's all just from a parent perspective. It's all just, we're all in uncharted territory and yeah. we're figuring it out. Yep, we are. Uh, one, I think one of the struggles, because I think people are doing really well with the lunches. I think one of the struggles yep. is what do we do about learning now? Um, we've been yeah. closed for uh, two weeks. Uh, this is the end of the first week as we record, but most schools went through uh, March 27th. Um, that is starting to change. So many, many, many schools are now out through the month of April. Uh, so we're talking another five weeks at least from recording today. Most likely that may very well be longer. So what does this yeah, look We don't like? know, but it, but yeah. Yeah, it just, I, it's, I, yeah. I mean, that's, I think, I think to be, really prudent like you you prepare you or you hope for the soonest hope for only a couple weeks yep but you prepare for a long term you got it you know we if, if people got to start thinking in that way like don't just think like oh i hope it's two weeks so i'm going to plan for two weeks right it's that that in this era in this time i i think that that's not, that's a that's a not a good place to be you no, got to start true. planning out and because and then if if the best situation happens, like we're, we're back in two weeks, it, it all goes away, poof, snap again happens and it all goes away. We're good. We still have a plan. We can come back with what we always did. Yep. But if we just hope for that two weeks and it doesn't come, then we're left going through this urgent, emergency, important thing again. And that's such a high stress, high anxiety place to be. So if we can start planning and staggering out. I think that's a, that's a better place for us to be mentally and emotionally long-term. Yeah, I think so too. I think the struggle a lot of places are having is what about is, is learning really the one of the top priorities now? Uh, and how do we do new learning at all? Right. If, if we do, I mean, if, if we're talking, we're out for the next five weeks and everything is starting to shut down, uh, People have a lot more important things to think about than, you know, is, is my lesson going to be done today? Yeah, there's, 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 there is a healthy balance that needs to be found, though, because I think we need to remember that so much of school for you, for me, for our teachers, for our students, that's a level of consistency and normalcy for them. And if that all goes away, just a poof and gone, and right. we're not doing any kind of teaching, any kind of learning, any kind of those things, that can be incredibly stressful on our kids because, you know, just like we give, if you give anyone an infinite amount of choices, they're not going to know which one to choose. If yeah. you've ever been looking and trying to find something on Netflix to watch, you find yourself an hour later being like, I'm still not watching anything. I'm still scrolling. Right. Exactly. Because there's so many choices to pick from, you know, a, a, a good friend, uh, Dan Ryder wrote in his book intention, uh, if you don't have that book, I highly recommend going and get it. Uh, Intention, Critical Creativity in the Classroom. Uh, he and his co-author, Amy Burval, write, quote, uh, creativity craves constraints. And that's so true in these times and anything. So what we need to be thinking about are the choices within constraints. So, const so give parameters within those, those choices. 
And I think that if we were to just up and say, nope, don't do anything, that would cause more anxiety. But if we do the flip side of that, and we say, hour by hour, minute by minute, here's what needs to be done, here are the worksheets, here are the lessons, compliance, compliance, accountability, 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 grading, 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 that's gonna cause another set of anxiety. Yep. There's gotta be something in the middle that we have to find. And I think the word is fluidity. Yep. That we have to be. I think that's find. I think that's a good way to think about it is we don't want to overdo it with kids, uh, with families, as it were right now, since everybody is home. Like we don't want to overdo things. So I, th I would be, I would tend to be on the very conservative side in this case is about just going, going slow, offering some things, like you said, not too many choices, just here are some things you can do and, right. and keep the communication going between uh, the learners and the teachers or, or the schools. Yeah. Um, because I think, I think that that part is super important that they're not, they're not abandoned that we're all in this together, but we're also learning is down, down a peg or two from before, but still have those connections to make some of that, you know, some of that, that connection still be okay. Some of that routine, yeah, you hit on, some of the routine. You hit, you hit on something that I, that I think is probably the most important thing, especially in this first, um, these first few weeks is establishing the, the layer and lines of communication and connection. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm stressing to folks that I know and to, you know, even my own kids, it's less important to do the compliance and it's more important to figure out how you're going to connect. Yep. Totally and maintaining agree. that connection and, and create that than anything else because we're human beings and education is a human activity. And the reason, one of the things why it works so much is because of the connections and the communications we have person to person. So we have to find those ways of communicating and connecting. And what's going to be really hard are those families and teachers who can or have trouble connecting because of a lack of internet, because of a lack of device, because of a lack of whatever that might be. That's where the real differentiation and, and, and creativity is going to come into play over the next week or two for a lot of teachers and a lot of families, how are they going to connect? Yep. It's, there's a lot of kids out there and families that don't have that constant connection to the internet. Right. Um, so the, one of the struggles is going to be, how do we, how do we get those families and kids connected on a personal level without, you know, having to do something like we're doing right now with, with zoom or a Google hangout or something. Um, how do right. we, it, you know, it's just easy as a phone call, but I understand the logistics of that with teachers can be, can be overwhelming. So it's like, okay, so let's, let's figure this stuff out. And as, as you mentioned at the top here, people are figuring this stuff out and trying to do what's best for kids and trying oh, to yeah, make we it are, meaningful. You know, ed educators are Apollo 13, the the snot out of this stuff i would use a different four-letter word with an s ending in t but you know what i'm what i'm trying to say here so yeah, we we don't want really that e-tag no we don't want the e-tag um <laughs> you know but 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 that's what our educators are really doing right now and they're doing a fantastic job of it and they need to be reminded of that 
And I, by educators, I mean everyone from food service workers to ed techs, to bus drivers, to custodials, to administration, to superintendents and on down, educators, teachers, everyone is rallying and everyone is coming together for the sake of doing what's best for their community, schools and kids and families. And that's where the fluidity comes in because it's going to change in a couple of weeks. We're gonna have to start thinking about things like new learning. We're gonna have to start thinking about things like uh, accountability at some point. It's gonna get to that point, but maybe not yet. Not yet, we're five days in as we record. Exactly. We're five days, although as we said, take it a breath, feels, folks. It take feels a like breath. five years, but it's been five days. I know, take, take a breath, take a breath, focus on the human side first. Yep. So we are going to be back at some point talking about uh, probably what's what schools are doing in this in this time, uh, since we don't have any, you know, legislative stuff to talk about at this point. Hey, you know, this is a podcast that is called that Education Matters. So let's talk about aside from legislative stuff. Let's talk about what you're doing. Sure. We'd love how to are, hear from you. Yes. How are how are you all you know feeding your communities? How are you all connecting? What are the different things that you're finding successful, whether it's. Google Classroom, Facebook Live, YouTube Live, Flipgrid, Pear Deck Self-Paced, Newzell, whatever it might be that people are using. Mm -hmm. Share with us. Yeah, and we will, we will talk about it next time too. Uh, with whatever people are interested in that is successful uh, in your local districts, uh, share it. I know there's a lot of sharing going on right now. The DOE has been really, really good about putting stuff out. Um, some virtual I mean, kudos learning to them for, yeah. kudos to them for a lot of their virtual online stuff for yep, making making online office hours i mean that's just that's exactly what people need if nothing else a place to just to come together and to, to listen and to connect and to hear what's there and to share right it's not just about the connections between teachers and kids but between teachers and teachers yeah i would say this one thing that I, that uh, i did in my district yesterday as we're recording this is i created a, a zoom room for teachers just to come together and have a check-in slash chat. No pre-agenda, nothing that was there, just for people to come in and say hi, yep. share what's working, ask questions, et cetera. And it worked great. And I would recommend if you're an administrator or a teacher that wanna collect, create that themselves, it's a great way to, again, to stay connected. We're not gone, it's just different, as one, of, different. one of my colleagues said. Yep. It's not education, schools, we're not gone. It's just different. So let's think about and use that mindset. Agreed. All right. Where All right. can you get in touch with us, man? You can get in touch with us on, on Twitter, at Maine Ed Matters, on Facebook, facebook.com slash Maine Education Matters. Uh, of course, there's our website, which is maineeducationmatters.weebly.com, where you can see our spreadsheet that was being updated regularly. Uh, if if we find more things have happened, we will update it. But yep. I think right I think right now we're kind of in the opinions and other places, both you and I personally, professionally, like, you know what? Let's focus on the kids and the human side of how we're gonna figure out this education side first. Very true. So so uh that's that's kind of where our heads are at, but that's where you can contact us. Okay. So with that, we will be back sometime. Uh we will let you know on uh on our Twitter and Facebook pages when that may potentially be. Uh, but in the meantime, we'll talk to you soon. Stay healthy and welcome.